Welcome to the Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. Where we investigate how to master and harness the energy of our emotions to regain our power, vitality, confidence, and quality of life. There are tons of websites, books, videos, and courses that speak about changing your thoughts and mindset. You know, three steps to this, nine tips for that. Old school personal development told us that all of our blocks come from the brain and our thinking process. However, new research proves that our thinking and decision making actually comes from our emotions. After all, emotions are energy in motion. Emotions drive our money decisions, life choices, relationships, and even our health and fitness. Having the life of freedom and joy that we all crave requires that we first master our emotional center. Welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior. Hello and welcome to The Way of the Emotional Warrior podcast. My name is Kai Ennis and today we will be answering the question of, so why do we compare ourselves to others? One of the basic tenets of The Way of the Emotional Warrior is self-awareness. That being said, one of the more self-contradictory rituals that we do to ourselves is comparing ourselves to others. The fastest place we do this is when we scroll through social media and see what friends, even family, post stories about their successes. Even ads that pop up try to convince us that the golden life is just ahead of us if we do things their way. But we also do it in the analog world. We compare ourselves to other people when we are in public or simply watching TV. Of course, it is important to see something other than yourself. Other people can easily show us inspiration in their journey. They obviously have made some amazing things out of themselves. I mean, you know, great people can be emulated in their perseverance and quite often leave a trail of steps of how they achieve their success. So there's a good reason to compare yourself. They are at a certain stage or level of success and give you the hope and motivation to move yourself forward. However, how often has the following happened? Someone posts that they have achieved something. It can be that they put up a new garden. It could be that they've got a new job, that they've got some new toy. So you see that they are about your age and it instantly becomes clear that they have done something you have not. So you look at this as a weakness on your part, a failure of sorts, the proverbial race where you did not come in first. That is not motivational. It may make you feel less than or even not good enough. So if you want to resolve this dilemma, you have to make a decision as to where you're actually coming from. What I mean by this is where your sense of reality sits. What is your base level of being? Where you feel that it is ground zero for you. This is psychologically and emotionally your resting place. It's your departure point. It's where you're coming from, right? So it is on this foundation that you build everything else on top of. So think of it this way. It's analogous to the ground that you build a home on. The ground has to be leveled and packed. Let's call it a pad. It has to be prepped and leveled for a house to be built upon. This is the space where it all begins. It is your true birthplace of yourself. It takes courage to go there. This is how deep you have to look. It might seem scary, but once you find this place inside of yourself, you can decide what gets added to it as you build and expand who you are and want to be. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is that comparing yourself to others can cloud or even negate this sense of who you are. 
we can easily layer in lies to keep up with others. There's room for all sorts of intrusive interferences that cloud who we really are. So let's take a look at the neuroscience. What does it tell us? It turns out that when we compare ourselves to others and the perceived difference between where you perceive yourself to be and where you place the other person, if the need for you to be like them is extremely high, you become very prone to take high risks. Now this is known as risk sensitivity theory. Originally founded in studies of evolutionary biology and animal foraging, it states that risk aversion to risk preference in situations of high need where need describes disparity between an individual's present state and goal in a study conducted by Keith Payne a professor of psychology at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill he found that riskier gambling decisions were much higher under the high inequality conditions revealing that people feel the need to risk more when they're aware of others already having more than they do again this is a double-edged sword. You're told to take more risks on one hand, but on the other, taking extreme risks can be very detrimental. So here we are. You've done the work and found that truly vulnerable space inside of you that is your most authentic place. In this place resides the real you. It is a place of really high vibration now most people can't sustain this in their day-to-day -day lives so what do they do well they create personas or masks that they believe are necessary to engage with other people it is in this persona selection process that comparing ourselves to others can be derailing how we live our authentic life so let's take a look at an example you see someone who looks a certain way and you think that this is the reason they're successful so you try to emulate how they look and how they act. You don't naturally act the way they do. You don't carry yourself that way, but now you decide to adopt their way of moving, maybe their hairstyle. You copy things they say as if, and you act a certain way. It's not a major difference, but it's enough that you are a slightly different version of yourself than you would be if you would have stayed authentic. And so it goes we become version 2.0 then 3.0 then 4.0 and by the time you are in midlife you are at version 2974 it's so many layers once you are in adulthood that you can't remember who you really were and are you know yourself how do i know this because your true self is always communicating with you there is always a nudging or prodding happening you feel it you sense it throughout each day of your life. Granted, most of the time we ignore it, but it's still happening. Now the question is whether or not you enjoy being someone other than yourself. This is the work of an emotional warrior. You train, you discipline, and fight for your true self, your authentic self. You become relentless in your daily adventures as an authentic human being. You own what's yours, work on yourself, and move towards growth and fulfillment. This is where your power resides. Peace. Hey, thank you for sharing your time with us today. We would like to know what your thoughts are on today's topic. Please join the conversation on www.kyennis.com and at Instagram at Way of the Emotional Warrior. So have a great day and be well.